VoiceAmerica.com, your Internet talk leader. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on the following show are solely those of the host, guest, and its callers. You have just stepped into a crust-free zone with Dr. Pat Basile. What is crust? Well, crust is that stuff that stands between you and what you want out of life. Crust is what keeps you stuck. Crust is anything you think, feel, or believe that prevents you from living your deepest heart's desire. So get ready to do some serious crust busting with Dr. Pat Basile and break through those layers of crusty conditioning to reveal the unlimited possibilities available to you to live your life full out. Dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Well, welcome to the show. Yep, you're listening to Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life with me, Dr. Pat. And today I am really thrilled to have with me Jeff Gitterman. And I want to say why I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled for two reasons. We talk a lot in uh, today's culture about vision, about achievement, about goals, how to do this and where to do it and focus and intention. And I have with me someone today who not only will be able to empower and uplift each and every listener uh, today, that, today with us on the show, but more importantly, he is a demonstration. He is a model of that which he teaches. Let's talk a little bit about uh, who Jeff is. In 1990, in 1990, Jeff realized that the partnership of Gitterman and Sachs was the foundation for a company that could specialize in assisting college and university professors with educational seminars. And you know what? I was a university professor, so I totally relate to the help here. Um, you know, I want to say this. Jeff holds licenses in life and health insurance as well as a, a whole range of certifications. And I could not do justice to introducing him in terms of his achievement with uh, his company Vision Achievement as well as his partnership of Gitterman and Sachs. So let me say no more, and let's get right to speaking with Jeff uh, on the show. Welcome to the show, Jeff. Thank you so much, Pat. Good morning. Well, you, you are amazing. Uh, I don't think so, but <laughs> <laughs> I know I can tell that. <laughs> um, well, Let me ask you this question. Yes, you've got two different aspects of what you do, and we are going to cover them on the show. The first question I have, though, is one that I ask each and every one of my guests, and that is, you know, how have you come to step out into into the world and live your passion for so many of the people that listen that we make it seem so easy and i know they know my story that it always it, it hasn't always been you know peaches and cream how about you what is your story well i i think i have many <laughs> <laughs> i think we all have many stories and I, and i think that the biggest thing that helped me break out of the mold was that I realized that most of us believe we are just the story that we carry around in our mm -hmm. head. And since I discovered early on in life that that was true, I realized that why not write my own story in my head and believe that that was my story before it even occurred out in the world. Yeah. And that's really how Vision Achievement started. Uh, we realized early on that most people walk through life without having any vision of who they want to be and wonder why they get nowhere. And uh, I started out back in probably 1997. Yeah, well, in 1994, I was making 25000 a year and had a wife and a kid. And uh, I realized that things just weren't working for me. 
And I knew that intellectually I believed that you could create anything in the world that you wanted. But when I sat back and thought about it, I realized that I had no vision of what I wanted that world to look like. So I started going to bed every night, and five minutes before I would fall asleep, I would envision a perfect day in the life of Jeff Gitterman and what that looked like. Oh, I love that. At that time, and we call that now the script of your life, but at that time, that vision was to be a financial planner, extremely successful, working with college professors every day and managing a lot of money and having a large company with 30 or 40 employees that just specialized in doing that. And that became my script. And I had a five-year vision, and that's what I was imagining in my head. And every single thing that I was playing in my movie every night before I went to bed uh, was a reality within three years Mm. of my life. Within three years? Yes, including the house. You know, I, I was... Three months in debt on my mortgage payment on my condo at that time, mm-hmm. and credit card people were calling. And within three years, I had turned that completely around and had a successful company, and really was, you know, living my dream. And you've taken your lessons, really. This is what I, well, the sense that I get from it. And and please elaborate. I. I, you know, the sense that I get from looking at all that you have done is that, you know, what you have learned along the way, you have taken and put into uh, a gift to people in vision achievement. And uh, let me read this because um, I want our listeners to know uh, I, I love what you say about this. It says, by providing encouragement, inspiration, and spiritual enlightenment, vision achievement will assist you in forwarding your agenda, enabling you to succeed at whatever you choose to do in life. Mm. That is so wonderful. Mm. Now, how did, you, how did you come to say, I want to do something like vision achievement? And we'll talk about the financial part of what you, what, what you have done and accomplished later on in the interview, how did, you, how did you actually say, okay, I, this is something I absolutely feel called to do? Well, you know what? Ever since I was a little kid, I knew I'd grow up to be a teacher mm. um, in some way. And uh, I always had the sense from the time I was a little kid that I was at peace inside mm-hmm. and could sense... Uh, really a, a feeling of turmoil in most other people that I met. A uh, feeling of fear, turmoil, anxiety, not being in life what they really wanted to be. And I had read something once that said that hell is a person coming face to face with the accomplishments that they could have achieved while they were alive. Mm. And I really, as vision achievement, as my life really played out to be everything that I thought I wanted it to be, I realized that it was really just a matter of believing in your own story and writing it the way that you wanted it to look, and it was that easy. It's actually really hard to get people to believe that it's that easy, but everybody that we work with who really commits to running this movie in their head actually manifests in their life what they want. you know, when people say, how could it be that easy? Mm-hmm. And the reality is that you're, the way that we believe in vision achievement 
talks about is that the world is really a projection of your mind. Mm. You're almost like a uh, movie projector, and the world is the screen that your movie is played out on. And if you're not projecting outward what you want that movie to look like, then it will look like chaos. It will look like exactly what, you, you, you know, you, your world starts to manifest in the way that you look at it, is what I hear you saying. If you're yes. looking at the world through the eyes of poverty, then that's exactly what you, or scarcity, that's exactly what will manifest. Yes. You know, let's talk a little bit about um, vision achievement. Um, you know, I, I read something uh, here about, you know, your goal. Let's call it your vision. And, you know, again, I want to say that Andy Rosengard is your partner in this. Yes. Am yes. I right? Yes. Okay. And here it goes. It's a Andy, it's, here, here's the quote. Andy and Jeff's vision is to see programs like this instituted in high schools across America. Yeah. Now, I know that you had a visualization for that. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's interesting. About a year ago, Andy and I were having dinner talking about his book that he had just recently published. And... Uh, we said that we would really like to get these lessons out to high school kids. And uh, having really no formal background in teaching or education, uh, everyone that we spoke to in that first week said, well, it's impossible. You don't have the background or the reputation. And we said, well, we want to do it, and we're willing to do it for free. So someone out there has to be willing to allow us to complete mm -hmm. our vision. And within six months, we had done our first, high school program at Red Bank Regional High School for 300 incoming freshmen and had an all-day program of motivation and visualization for the kids. And it was really an absolutely wonderful day. And it all came about because Andy and I would go to bed every night envisioning that within 12 months we would be doing a high school program. And, and you know, again, people always say to me, it's so odd, you know, people always say to me, <laughs> it can't be that easy. And I, and I always say, well, I haven't done anything different. You know, and people say, well, you work so hard. And uh -huh. I don't really work hard. I just have a lot to do because I'm always envisioning mm -hmm. a lot in my life and everything shows up for me. You know, they say the same thing to me. And, and you know, if it were hard work, I, I, I got to tell you, I would not be doing it. Mm. I've done that for 25 years. And, I, I, I you know, there's there's another way, you know, in what I hear you saying is that, you know, you and Andy both have created something which, you know, just fills you with joy. Yes, absolutely. Uh, that's what it sounds like. Um, let's talk a little bit about um, your mission statement, because I, I, I want to talk about that and then, you know, um, talk about, about the the the, uh, the you know what you teach in vision achievement, but Great. let's talk about the mission statement uh, statement because I'm I, I I think it is just wonderful, it, and I'm going to read it. It says vision achievement is committed to empowering people in the business and education community to create their own destiny. Mm -hmm. Our belief is that if you create your movie, maintain a positive mental attitude, and have an action plan. You will succeed in whatever it is you choose to do. Now, that may sound, and we've touched on it, that may sound, you know, quite simplistic in, in a sense. Uh, my question is, you know, how do you get people that, you know, uh, are stuck in a belief that the world is limited 
and that the prosperity and abundance of the universe is really for somebody else. Have you come across anybody like that? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's actually... That's me about 10 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) It's certainly much easier to work with people who are optimists than people who are pessimists. I know. The pessimists seem to need the work the most. Mm -hmm. And that's really where we start, by telling people that if you took a the world and split it between optimists and pessimists, and you'd probably have about a 50-50, or maybe, an, actually, you'd probably have an 80% pessimist to 20% optimist ratio, that if you asked all the optimists if they were having a great life, they would say yes. And if you asked all the pessimists if they were having a bad life, they would probably say yes. And if you took and matched people up, you could probably find millions of people that on either side had the same life circumstances. Mm-hmm. Like you could find two people that both had a disabled child or two people that both lost a husband or two people that had lack of money in their life. So you can match up an optimist and a pessimist with the same life, and yet each one of them was viewing their life completely differently than the other. And all of that was really because of their attitude And that's kind of where we start with people, that your attitude determines or your perception of your life determines how your life feels to you. And it's really all that's real. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you could take, I I use this analogy a lot, you could be sitting on a corner in New York City and watch a thousand people in an hour walk by the same corner. Yes. And they're all dealing with the same weather the same building locations. I mean, their world looks exactly the same in that moment of time to all thousand of those people. And yet all thousand of those people are having a completely different experience of what the world means to them. And that is so true. I mean, I I think I shared with you that I grew up in New York and New Jersey. I'm very familiar with uh, Middlesex County and and also, you know, Ryder University. And you're absolutely right about that. When I come out to where I am now on the West Coast and I tell people how much I love New York City and being in, you know, so much culture, the the response is, you have got to be kidding. (laughs) You know, it's kind of like, you know, my aspect of that experience is foreign. And yet sometimes, don't you think one of our the worst things we could do is try to impose our perception on another person? Oh, absolutely. Well, let's take a short break right now, uh, Jeff, and come back, talk more about uh, what you do in vision achievement, and uh, let folks know more about uh, the process and, uh, uh, you know, a few of these success stories. So we'll be right back. You're listening to Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life with me, Dr. Pat, my very special guest, Jeff Gitterman, and we will come back and talk more about vision achievement and more about finances. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Are you searching for a sense of purpose in this crazy world? If so, then tune in to Meet the Challenge with James Long and Melissa Phelan every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time. On the show, James and Melissa will discuss life planning and meeting the challenges we experience in each stage of our lives. They will also provide you real solutions from professional advisors and resources to address the issues that keep you up at night. Life is a series of transitions from one stage to another. Make those transitions smooth ones by tuning in to Meet the Challenge. Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time here on Voice America. Get committed to the cause of Christ. 
Listen to Pastor Ralph Martino every Friday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time. On the show, Pastor Ralph will discuss a wide variety of spiritual topics from temptation to same-sex marriages and feature community leaders, authors, and NFL athletes all devoted to the cause of Christ. Experience hope, health, and spiritual growth. Awaken the truth and find your passion. Join Pastor Ralph Martino for Committed to the Cause of Christ every Friday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time right here on voiceamerica.com. Join Susan Mavity, host of A Journey to Wellness, on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern and 4 p.m. Pacific for the program that helps you discover the healing light within you and offers you tools to regain control over your own illness. Each week, Susan Mavity interviews teachers, healers, and authors who assist you in your own healing journey on all levels, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. So tune in and call in to A Journey to Wellness with Susan Mavity on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern and 4 p.m. Pacific. The Raw Truth About Health with Barry Mello and Linda Vaughn is a show that exposes the deception of man's fallen wisdom regarding diet and lifestyles. Heard every Tuesday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Heard every Tuesday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Barry and Linda will teach you why raw foods and fresh fruits and vegetables with living enzymes are the key to why the Hallelujah Diet causes the body to heal itself from every kind of disease. So tune in and get healthy every Tuesday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time with the raw truth about health with Barry Mello and Linda Vaughn right here on voiceamerica.com. Informative, entertaining, and educational talk. www.voiceamerica.com. Come find out what you've been missing. Welcome back to Crossbusting Your Way to an Awesome Life with Dr. Pat. If you would like to participate in today's program, call in at 1-888-335-5204. Now let's join Dr. Pat for some serious crossbusting. Welcome back, everyone. And we are speaking with Jeff Gitterman today, and we're talking about, in this segment, we're talking about his company, Vision Achievement, uh, which he shares with partner Andy uh, Rosengard. And vision achievement, as I said earlier, is, uh, let's take it from the mission statement, is, you know, uh, it's, it's to, if you create a movie, maintain a positive mental attitude, and have an action plan, you will be successful in whatever it is you choose to do. And those of you that listen to my show know that that's what we do. Let's talk uh, a minute, Jeff, uh, and welcome back. Let's talk a minute about vision achievement, and, you know, you have five, let's call them steps or processes that you use. And let's start with creative visualization. Tell us a little bit about that and uh, how you've helped people with this. Yeah, I think it would be interesting. We'll use Andy, my partner, and Lori, and and how I got him involved in working with me. And I think it's it's an interesting story. Uh, Andy and I, again, were out to dinner. Andy likes to eat, and so do I. <laughs> Me too. We're out to dinner. <laughs> and Andy was talking about how he would love to write a book about weight loss. He had just recently lost a large amount of weight. Mm. And he said, you know, one day I want to be published, and I want to be an author, and I want to be out there, but I have no idea where to begin or where to start. Because I said, well, why aren't you doing it? And he said, I, you know, I don't know where to start. How do I begin? How do you get a publisher? I didn't even write the book yet. I said, do me a favor. I said, take the next 30 days and don't think at all 
about what it would take to write a book. Just spend the next 30 days going to bed every night at least, playing a movie of what your life would look like if you had written a book. I said, can you do that without any doubt or insecurity or fear or worry about how to or where to begin? Mm. Can you just do that for me for 30 days? And he committed to doing it. Mm-hmm. So he did it for 30 days, and he would call me up and say, oh, I was on Letterman last night, and he would, you know, he would joke about it and talk to me about what his movie had become. And at the end of 30 days, what I said is that from there you take the next step. At the end of 30 days, you then at that point, develop an action plan mm-hmm. with, again, no doubt, no fear, no insecurity. Just what's one first step that you know you could take? And obviously that was to write the book. Right. So at the end of 30 days, he wrote the book. He finished the book within about a month. And six months from the time that we had had dinner, he had published his first book. Wow. And, you know, and now obviously is joined with me in Vision Achievement because he said, holy cow, if it is this easy, we've got to teach other people how to do it. And, and I had been doing that on, on a one-on-one basis through my financial planning firm and through sales training and another company that I have around the country, but I hadn't brought it to its own concept or its own company. No, you, you have, you, actually your story, which we'll talk about, is you were living this process. Yes, and 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 now uh, you know in what what we're talking about is you're living the process and you're sharing it with so many people that really need it, and that is a special gift. Now, creative visualization. Um, let me just let me just ask you this question because I think there's something here that you've said when when you were talking with Andy, he really was willing to step forward and do it. He didn't give up. He hung in there. Yes. And so often, you know, I, I speak with people that start out okay, and then somewhere along the line, uh, they, they lose faith that they will actually be on Oprah. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, no, absolutely. How can, what can we say to people that, you know, you know just need a little encouragement to, keep, to keep, it, keep the dream alive? Well, I, I think... If I could share my own personal story from both sides, from when before it was real yeah. <laughs> and good. Um, I basically grew up with a father who was a perfectionist. Mm. And I love my father to death, and he's still alive, thank God. But he wanted me to be perfect. And in my struggle to be perfect, I continually seemed to fail in his eyes of hitting that mark. And uh, I discovered a safety in being average, because if I didn't feel like I was trying as hard as I could, then I wasn't upset when he was disappointed with the fact that he felt that I wasn't trying as hard as I could. Mm -hmm. You know, when I was trying as hard as I could and he was disappointed, that was heartbreaking. Yeah. But I found this spot of averageness, and I lived that perfectly. I was in an insurance company, and I, in every sales contest, was right in the middle. I was a low-B student all through college. I mean, I did everything perfectly average, average median income, everything. And one day, someone, thank God, made me realize that I was living my story based on my dad's thoughts about me 
and my relationship to that. And I decided to write a new story mm-hmm. in 1997. And in 1997, I wrote a story about what Jeff would look like if he wasn't average. Wow. He was far above average. And I, in three years, went from being average to being the leading financial planner really in the country for ING in their, in their education market and speaking around the country for ING and MetLife and MassMutual about how to run a successful financial planning practice. You know, Go ahead. Uh, this is an amazing story because, you know, I, I think what we're talking about, we're talking about vision achievement, but we're also talking about this, you know, phenomenal success you've had in the financial market. And what I think you're sharing and what I'm really struck by is what you did is you changed the movie. Right. Absolutely. And, and that's something that you work with people on how to change the movie. Yeah, and you know what, to, to share with people mm-hmm. that when the movie was bad, the life was bad, mm. is the starting point. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, people have a hard time accepting that writing a good movie will pan out for them. Yes. But you have to first make them realize that they've already written a bad movie and it's panning out perfectly. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And, you know, that realization is profound. Oh, my God, it's it's huge. And it is a big leap for people to take because people like to blame others and think that the world is coming down against them and that everyone's acting out on not on their behalf. And it's hard for people to make the leap to realize that the world is really just playing out what's in their own mind. You really have to jump out and take responsibility. That's a tough thing. And yeah. then when you do that, you know, what you're saying is that you become responsible for the choices you make, which include the way we think about the world. Mm. You know, Absolutely. That's, yeah, we're at choice, aren't we? Yes. In terms of how we see today, is today going to be a gloomy day full of just, you know, struggle, or is today going to be a different movie? Mm. And, you know, that's what, uh, just to... Not to quote any particular religion, but mm-hmm. Adam and Eve, if you go back to the story, mm-hmm. and them, um, you know, having Eve get Adam to bite the apple of mm-hmm. the tree of knowledge was a whole real analogy or story about the fact that human beings wanted choice. Mm-hmm. You know, before then, they lived in this Garden of Eden in this perfect world, and they didn't like that because they didn't feel that they had done anything to earn it. Right. And the story about Adam and Eve is human existence choosing to have a choice in their life and to hopefully at some point learn to make the right choices so that their life is perfect. But again, it's a difficult acceptance for people to leap into. Well, it's been difficult for me for a large part of my life, Jeff, and I'll share that. Um, And, you know, there were times where... You know, I, I didn't think I'd get out of the Bronx, per se. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and, and in fact, uh, one thought at a time is what we're really talking about. You, we can change one thought at a time to make shifts in our lives and our world. And, um, you know, you're, you're sharing your story about that, and we're going to talk about, um, you know, what you have created in your life. Um, there's something that you talk about in vision achievement, which I haven't heard before, I, or maybe I've heard the term, but I want to hear it from you. We hear a lot about goal setting, mm. a lot. Set yeah. your goals. You you talk about dynamic goal setting. Right. Um, 
you know, the the reality is that if you're going to make a movie, you might as well make it big. Yes. And uh, live with the fact that getting halfway through the movie mm-hmm. is better than your current starting point. Okay. So a lot of people believe in setting realistic goals that you can hit. And uh, the problem that we found with that, especially in working with financial planners, mm-hmm. is that Goals are unlimited, and life is unlimited. And to set limited goals out of a belief system that is already limited mm-hmm. is not doing anything to really dynamically or exponentially improve your world. I am so there with you. I absolutely agree with you. And yet we teach and we practice in organizations everywhere that our goals need to be specific and measurable, and by the very nature of the way we define that, we sort of cut off the unlimited possibilities. Mm. You know, Uh, there's something to be said for acceptance and dreaming going hand-in-hand with each other. Yes. Say more about that. Well, you can learn to accept what you have in your life as being perfect and yet still dream for it to be even more perfect. Mm. In order to get past the first step, you have to really accept that, as James Brown is famous for saying, what is is. And what is is right now, and that doesn't mean that you can't dream for a much bigger what is, Mm -hmm. but acceptance of the current moment allows people to step forward. Mm -hmm. You know, most people are so busy rejecting their current moment that they can't even step forward. Oh, let's talk more about that when we come back. We're going to take a short break right now, Jeff. And when we come back, I want to talk about positive self, self-esteem. And you call them drivers. And Great. let's open up the lines. one 335 5204 That's one 335 5204 Or email me at live at if you have questions, if you have comments. If you'd like some help from both me, uh, from Jeff and I, in really popping through and creating the vision of your life, stay tuned. We'll be right back. I went on a low-carb diet and lost 10 pounds, then gained it all back. I tried different diets, and in the long run, they caused me to gain weight. It's time to scrap the current healthy food and drink guidelines and get back to basics. Listen to Heart Smart Living with Hart Oldenburg every Saturday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time. On the show, Hart will debunk current dieting myths and show you the key to living a healthy and fulfilling life while enjoying the foods you love. Be happy, be healthy. Listen to Heart Smart Living with Hart Oldenburg every Saturday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on VoiceAmerica.com, the world leader in Internet talk radio. Join sales executive Scotty and Teresa for Sales Talk every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 Eastern. It's the fun venue to facilitate business growth and increase revenue through sales execution. Tune in to hear interviews with nationally known sales experts and authors. We will explore the critical challenges that salespeople and sales leaders face in today's turbulent economy. Listen and have your pressing sales issues answered. We walk the walk and talk the talk. You'll laugh a little and learn a lot. Join us Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific here on Voice America. Ready for this? New technology products emerge every day into the marketplace. 
Find out the benefits, challenges, and opportunities they present by listening to the Invention and Innovation Hour every Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America. Hosted by Tom O'Neill and Carol Ann Dykes, the Invention and Innovation Hour will welcome expert guests in exciting fields and will focus on the ever-evolving world of technology. Get the latest tech news right here by listening to the Invention and Innovation Hour with Tom O'Neill and Carol Ann Dykes every Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time on voiceamerica.com. Hi, it's Skye and Denny. Come be a fly on the wall every Thursday at 1 p.m. And you're a guest at Skye and Denny's Cocktail Hour. Hop in to meet the inner circle of business experts, self-help advisors, celebrities, and other fascinating guests as they share their secrets for personal, business, and financial success. Our inside tips will help you be more successful in starting or running a business. So please join us for the Cocktail Hour every Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time right here on the Internet Leader in Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. VoiceAmerica.com, your Internet talk leader. Welcome back to Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life with Dr. Pat. If you would like to participate in today's program, call in at 1-888-335-5204. Now let's join Dr. Pat for some serious crust busting. Welcome back. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this show we have the most fabulous listening audience and uh, cross-busting your way to an awesome life uh, with me, Dr. Pat Basile. Uh, you know, we are just thrilled to be on Voice America. And uh, today have with me Jeff Gitterman, and, uh, founder of Vision Achievement, along with Andy Rosengard. And Vision Achievement is committed to empowering employees, uh, empowering people in the business and educational community to create their own destiny. And we have been talking about the steps uh, that Andy uh, and Jeff take you through. We talked about dynamic goal setting. Let's talk a little bit about uh, positive self-esteem drivers, Jeff. Mm. What, okay. you know, I'm interested in hearing about that. <laughs> well, it's interesting. Again, you know, the first thing that you need to do with people is help them realize who they think they are. You know, a lot of people think they have a bad life but don't realize that they might also think poorly of themselves and what their story is, you know, that poor me story that you hear often. So the first thing you really need to do is get people to really address what they think of themselves and Mm -hmm. who they think they are and what their story is. And then you need to get them to see that most often we carry our past around Someone once described it this way. You carry your past around in a big garbage pail in front of you so that all the decisions that you're making in your steps going forward are being filtered through this garbage pail of past experiences that might not have been that great. So you're carrying this poor me story in front of you and you're deciding all of your factors and all of your decisions in life based on the fact that you're already poor me. Mm-hmm. So positive self-esteem drivers first start with dropping negative self-esteem drivers mm-hmm. and really helping a person discover what their story looks like to them and then helping them bridge the gap that that story that they think of themselves is what's playing out in their life. It's not the other way around. It's not that their story is poor me and then that's how they feel. 
the thought comes first. Right. What came first, the chicken or the egg? What came first, your thought or your world? And what we try to get people to understand is that your thoughts are projecting outward your life so that if you take your thoughts and focus on creating this positive self-image through the movie of what your story would look like if it was beautiful, all of a sudden the positive self-esteem drivers start coming out of the movie. You know, it's almost like you talk to people about what pictures they hang in their wall mm-hmm. in their home, mm-hmm. and people hang beautiful pictures in their home, or at least it's beautiful to them. <laughs> and, and then you ask them what kind of thoughts they carry with them through their day. And so many people are filled with negative thoughts all during the day that they're latched onto. And dropping those negative thought cycles is what opens up the way to have positive self-esteem and to have that be your driver versus your poor me story. You know, and what you're talking about also is that, you know, uh, you can change a thought in a nanosecond. Yes. Yeah, it's it's not a matter of, you know, agonizing over it. If, you know, I, I, I catch myself, you know, you know, the crust buster herself, I catch myself out there sometimes and I can feel it creep in. We call that, you know, like a crust ball. Right. And then I, and then there's the thought. And, you know, even for me, I have to remember, wait a minute, I can change that right now. Absolutely. I can change that immediately. And that's what I think you're talking about. That's the fabulous work that you do with people, uh, you know, is help them in a very safe way realize that they are at a place of choice and they can change their lives by changing their thinking. It's so interesting. What we teach people is that you really don't have a choice what your current life looks like in the moment, Mm -hmm. but you have complete choice about what you think about your current life Mm. in the moment. And the way that we... experience. Yes, exactly. Thank Mm -hmm. you. And the way that we get people to realize that they do have that choice is to teach them some really simple meditation techniques Okay. that help unfold for them the fact that the thoughts running through their head aren't currently being decided by them. And I could teach very simply the most basic meditation technique to help people realize that. Wow. And what it entails is you sit in a chair or a comfortable position with your eyes closed and imagine that you're sitting at a train crossing and there is an endless, infinite freight train going by the train crossing and you're watching it, sitting right in front of it. And as each boxcar on that freight train goes by, you take the thought that pops up into your head and you place it in the boxcar and you let it go by. Oh, that's fabulous. And then what you do is you start to label each thought. So you have a thought, I have a credit card bill to pay. That's a worry thought. Oh, my cat died. That's a sad thought. I'm going out with my girlfriend tonight. That's a happy thought. Mm -hmm. So the thought pops up in your head, you label it, throw it in the boxcar, and let it go by. Now, you'll find often that you're about a mile down the train in a boxcar and have created a story around a single thought Mm -hmm. that you didn't even create in the first place and you just nudge yourself back to the train crossing and start over. And what you'll realize in about five minutes is that it goes like this. Happy thought, sad thought, worry thought, fear thought, happy thought, sad thought. That random thoughts are popping into your mind, 
each of which can trigger a different emotion, and you are choosing right now involuntarily to latch on to one of those thoughts that pops into your head, and you create a whole story around it. Oh, don't we ever. Oh, it's, you know, you'll have that one thought, I have a credit card bill to pay. Right. Where, where am I going to get the money to pay the credit card bill? What if I don't make the credit card payment? Right. And then all of a sudden you're off and running down that freight train, creating a whole entire story which triggers your emotions in your body. Now you're upset, you're worrying. Where a, a nanosecond, as you used, before that thought popped into your head, you felt fine, and you didn't decide to think that thought in the first place. No, and before you know it, not only have you, you got on the train with that, but you find yourself, you know, pushing a cart on the street trying to find a place to sleep at night. Yes. And it doesn't really take. I mean, I think what you're saying, and I'd like to really emphasize to folks, is that what we're talking about is not, you know, agonizing over hours of thought. These thoughts can pop up and create such a scenario for us, you know, in a matter, within a minute, you know, or less. I think that's what we're talking about. And I think I love what you're talking about, Jeff, because what you're saying is the same power that we have in our minds to create that scenario is the is the power that we have to create the life of our dreams. Yeah, absolutely. You know what we do as an example, which is a, a frightening example, but I think it drives the point home pretty clearly. If you look at the World Trade Center, mm-hmm. or the Twin Towers, as, mm-hmm. as some people refer it. One man had a vision that started with one thought that he could build the two biggest buildings, not single, the two biggest buildings Mm -hmm. in the world. One man thought that. And thousands of people came together to create that reality Mm. and have it stand out in the world as his thought, which became his vision. Now, take that one step further. One man had a vision that he could destroy those towers and a thought, and his world became a reality also. Oh, that's unbelievable. Now, then when you take that one step further, if you look at anything in the world that exists today, Mm -hmm. from paper to pens to computers, every single thing that exists in this world started out as a thought in someone's mind first. It did not appear, and then someone thought about it. So the entire world that exists today was all created first as thought. And, and that's a very reality. powerful, that's very powerful to think about that. And we don't really think about that like that because we, you know, we so glom on to the substance that's already existing. Absolutely. And, you know, you can go through every major religion, Christianity, Judaism, Buddhism, and they'll all point you back to the fact that you know, at first there was the word, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's exactly what they meant. That that thought that sometimes you think is not, you know, consequential is is inconsequential is really the driver for your world first. And you know that that is a very powerful statement. Um, when we we have a caller, let's take the caller, and then I want to get back, Jeff, and talk to you about you know what you say here about spiritual enlightenment, but let's take our caller. Hi, welcome to the show. Hi. Hi, who am I speaking with? Jessica. Hi, Jessica, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Great. Um, Do you have a question for Jeff? Yes, I do. 
Um, Jeff, you were talking about kids and that you, I think you said you were in, um, now I forget where you said you were, but you were working with, with high school students? Yes. Um, I have a question about how do you, when you work with them, how do you get them, because you talked about, I guess I'm all over the place, you talked about self-esteem. Right. And um, I have a niece, and she's 14, and she's just about six foot tall, so she's very big for the class. And her self-esteem, I think, is pretty low at this point because, you know, kids make fun of her for being so tall. And so she's always negative about herself. She says everything's okay, but you know that there's something behind it. In working with children to change that, how, how do you start that process? Yeah, you know, it's interesting, but it goes back to the movie. And the way that we do the high school program is we show them successful adults today that they can relate to or even teenagers. like. Mm-hmm. You know, Kid Rock, Britney Spears, we go through a whole host of people who really had a vision that was so strong when they were young of mm-hmm. what they wanted their life to look like. Mm-hmm. So they did have a movie, even though they didn't really call it a movie and they didn't know what it was. In their imagination, 24-7, as kids would say, they were imagining their future as something beautiful. Even though Kid Rock was sleeping in the streets, Mm-hmm. At the point, if if you see him in interviews and ask if he ever thought he was going to fail, he says absolutely not. Same mm-hmm. thing with Eminem. So we show them all of these people that really came from rough backgrounds. I mean, Oprah Winfrey is the most beautiful example ever. I mean, she was in jail. She had a you know lost the baby at 13 years old. Came from abject poverty, and saw Sidney Poitier walk down the red carpet and had this vision in her head that she could be a success in Hollywood because of his vision and his dream that he had achieved. Mm. So we really just try to find a dream that they can latch on to. You know, a famous female basketball star. Mm-hmm. You know, something that could trigger in them a future that could be a possibility for them and that they could wrap their mind around and create a movie about. How do you, how do you start that dialogue with them to get them to buy into the whole concept of having a dream? Mm. You know, again, we started with just showing them the interviews, Mm -hmm. and you could go on the website and look up, you know, all different people and find interviews with them of people who constantly say, and people that they can directly relate to, you know, you can't use, you know, a a 70-year-old adult. Mm -hmm. You know, we use people they could directly relate Mm -hmm. to who say, from childhood, I had a dream that this would be my reality. And Mm -hmm. that's exactly where we start. Linda, uh, um, I mean, uh, uh, let's uh, let's take Jeff. Let's take a, a short break now, and when we come back, let's uh, let's uh, stay in touch with our caller, uh, and uh, you know, make sure we finish this conversation. So we're going to take a short break right now. You're listening Great. to Crest Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life with me, Dr. Pat, and my uh, amazing guest, Jeff Gitterman, and we have a caller right now, Jessica. Jessica, if you don't mind staying on the line, we'll be right back. Have you just seen a good movie? Have you just seen a bad movie? Whatever the case may be, join Elmer and Jessica on the Out and About Hour, sponsored by Grand Cinemas, every Saturday at 3 Pacific Time on voiceamerica.com, the leader in Internet talk radio. 
Every year, over one million marriages end in divorce. Divorce Talk is the only radio program focusing on the subject of divorce. Hosted by Carl Palatnik, president of DivorceInteractive.com, Divorce Talk features guests from a variety of divorce-related fields who will discuss and field questions on a multitude of subjects. Tune in every Monday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time for this informative and thought-provoking program right here on VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, this is Patricia Raskin, host of Positive Living. Join me on my new day in time on Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific for the program that brings you practical, inspiring, and positive principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Each week, we'll give you a formula for connecting, giving, forgiving, and miraculous living. So tune in and call into Positive Living on our new day in time, Mondays, 2 p.m. Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific, right here on voiceamerica.com. Are you searching for a sense of purpose in this crazy world? If so, then tune in to Meet the Challenge with James Long and Melissa Phelan every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time. On the show, James and Melissa will discuss life planning and meeting the challenges we experience in each stage of our lives. They will also provide you real solutions from professional advisors and resources to address the issues that keep you up at night. Life is a series of transitions from one stage to another. Make those transitions smooth ones by tuning in to Meet the Challenge. Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time here on Voice America. Informative, entertaining, and educational talk. www.voiceamerica.com. Come find out what you've been missing. Welcome back to Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life with Dr. Pat. If you would like to participate in today's program, call in at 1 888 335 5204. Now let's join Dr. Pat for some serious crust-busting. Welcome back. And, uh, yes, you're listening to Crust-Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life with me, Dr. Pat, and our special guest, Jeff Gitterman. We are having a fabulous conversation, Jeff. And we have uh, Jessica. Jessica, are you still with us? Yes. Oh, thank you so much for, for staying on the line. We wanted to make sure that we addressed any additional questions you have um, and uh, can help you with this particular situation. Um, go, go ahead. Well, I heard I heard and what Jeff said, and while I was on on hold here, um, I had some thoughts about you know how, what direction I can take. But the other question I have is, are you planning on taking this out to more schools, and do you plan on going to lower grades? Because I know you mentioned the high school, but are right. you looking to start younger? Well, we do it at the um, between eighth and ninth grade. Uh huh is where we have started um, the program out on the East Coast. And we do, we are in talks with some other groups around the country to, to make it wider. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that that seems to be a big trigger point for when kids start losing their self-esteem. Um, the eighth and ninth you know, grade. Going into freshman year of high school. Mm-hmm. So that's the, that's the time that we have triggered to, to do as much work in that arena as possible. I mean, kids just are not ever taught that thinking you know, is important and how you think. Mm-hmm. They're just taught to absorb information. So mm-hmm. hopefully we can start there and make it broader. And then we're also doing a college program. So mm. um, we'll try. But if you ever want more information, we have a website, visionachievement.com, and you could email us on that um, site and, you know, get more information regarding the program. 
Great. Let's say that again. The the website to find out more about vision achievement is www.visionachievement.com, and you'll be able to uh, then forward an email to Jeff with questions and comments to find out what's happening. Yep. And also we have a radio show on Voice America, too. What time is that on, Jeff? That's uh, 4 p.m. on Wednesdays, uh, Pacific Standard Time. And that's called Spiritual Enlightenment. Great. Well, thank you very much. Thanks, Jessica. Thank you. Good luck. Keep up the great work. It sounds really awesome. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Uh, Jeff, let's talk a little bit about spiritual enlightenment. Let's talk about the show. Let's talk about what that means to you and how you incorporate it and what you do, not just here, but also in your financial work. Thank you. Well, it goes to acceptance. And uh, acceptance is a very difficult thing for people to achieve. Mm -hmm. And it's really at the core of living a peaceful life and a happy life. Mm -hmm. Um, Basically, if you even go to Buddhist doctrine or or any type of religion and go to the core of it, um, acceptance really comes before faith. And in the Buddhist doctrine, they would call it non-attachment. And a lot of people think that non-attachment is apathy and non-attachment to the world, but it's non-attachment to desire. And what causes most suffering, really all suffering, Mm -hmm. is the desire for your situation in the moment to be different than what it is. When you can radically accept the moment, and we were just talking about Nelson Mandela, and yeah. I don't think anybody has has radically accepted their moment better than he has. You know, he realized he was in prison, and he could radically accept it for what it was, or he could be in misery desiring for it to be different. Mm-hmm. And his acceptance of his situation caused an entire continent to shift their political environment because he was a fountain of peace all the time that he was in prison and eventually won over his prison guards and came out of prison and became the leader of his country. Mm. And, and that's what acceptance opens up for you. When you can accept for one moment that your world is exactly what it is and that it is perfect exactly how it is, only then can you really step forward and create complete change in your life. Mm. And every major religion at its core talks about acceptance and faith as really being the two principles of the religion. And that's what we talk about on spiritual enlightenment. We have people from all different religious pursuits, dogmas, spiritual paths come Mm -hmm. on and talk about what is really the core truth of their path and try to get across to people that are listening to the show that at the core Every religious dogma and spiritual path is the same, just spoken differently. Oh, what a wonderful show. And again, would you let folks know what time this show is on? Yes, it's 4 p.m. Pacific on Wednesdays, and it's called Spiritual Enlightenment, and it's on voiceamerica.com, so people could listen all over the country. Oh, that's fabulous. That's fabulous. And, you know, you talk about using uh, inspiration and spiritual enlightenment in vision achievement, Mm -hmm. and you do that in just the way that you've described it, by, you know, the, the, by the acceptance piece of this. Is that not right? Yes, and, and the way we do it is really to teach people how to get hold of their thoughts. Okay. 
And instead of, you know, and it starts with meditation mm-hmm. and simple, you know, there, there's no religious system or anything else involved. Mindfulness meditation is really just being mindful of mm-hmm. your thoughts. Mm-hmm. And once we get people to be mindful of their thoughts and they realize that their thoughts are really creating what they feel the world looks like and smells yeah. like and tastes like, right. once we get people to really see that, then we could get people to start utilizing their thoughts to affect change in their life. Mm-hmm. And then the final step in that process is realizing that non-attachment to any of those thoughts that are going on the boxcar right. is what spiritual enlightenment is. Yeah, and it is the non-attachment not just to the negative thoughts, but all of the thoughts. Absolutely, and that that's difficult for some people to get at first, but it's the attachment for one thought being better than another thought that causes suffering at the root. Mm. And when you drop attachment to your thoughts and let them kind of flow through your mind, like you're standing on a river and watching them, Mm -hmm. you find complete peace because you don't get emotional triggers anymore that are bouncing you all over the place. You get release from that, and you come to a place of peace. And that is what every major religion and spiritual path really calls spiritual enlightenment Mm. or bliss. Bliss is not this blissed out, I'm happy, you know, as a clam world. Bliss is a world of complete peace and not being pulled in a hundred different directions. I love what you're saying. You know, let me ask you this. We we really have been talking about visual vision achievement here. Um, but what I would like to say in, in closing is that you also have another dimension uh, to what you do. You are also uh, Gitterman and Sachs. Yes. You specialize in financial and, uh, and estate planning. Yes, for That's college professors. And, very, and you have been extremely successful. So you are really the model of what you teach. And, yeah, that, that's, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I want, I want folks to know how to contact you uh, also if they are interested in taking, you know, sort of taking your philosophy of approaching vision, you know, in, in terms of their finances as well. How, well, you know, how can they do this? Where can they go? What's your website? GittermanSachs.org. That's G-I-T-T-E-R-M-A-N-S-A-C-K-S-S-A-C-K-S.org. Excellent. And, Pat, thank you so much for having me on the show today. I really thank you, Jeff. It. I love what you're doing. Please, you know, take it out there. Create thank the you. vision, changing the lives. Absolutely phenomenal. Say hi to Andy for me. Thanks, and Pat. congratulations on your new show. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life with me, Dr. Pat Basile. We'll see you next week, same time, 8 a.m. Pacific. And get ready and to bust through those layers of crust to live the life that you want. Until next week, think, breathe, and live the crust-busting way. Thank you for joining us today for Crust Busting with Dr. Pat Pacilli. Crust Busting with Dr. Pat can be heard live every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time on voiceamerica.com. For a copy of today's program or to learn more about Crust Busting, visit www.crustbusting.com.
Today's world is a crazy one, and sometimes we need a place to go where we can try to make sense of it all. That's why Dr. John Jensen brings you solutions every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time. On the show, Dr. Jensen, a psychologist and author... Who